season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. Have you ever heard of cracking bat grip? If not, you're missing out. All the top prospects around the nation are trying it out. If you're looking for a long-lasting, high-tack, strong, sheer-strength stick that has the unique feel that only comes from using genuine pine tar and can be used in cool to hot temperatures, Kraken Bat Grip has the product for you. Go check them out. They can be found at KrakenBatGrip.com and at KrakenBatGrip on Instagram and Twitter. And their CEO, Brian Stewart, has also been on the podcast. So check out his episode. Learn more about him and the company. So listen to this episode, and I hope you guys check out Kraken Bat Grip. Welcome back to the JKR Podcast. My name is Jay Shrigling and I'm the host. This weekend, we're moving a little bit away from the actual baseball athlete sides of things, going more into the baseball business side of things. To start off this weekend, we've got Alex Armstrong, CEO and founder of All American Prospects. I'm sure you've heard of him. Got tons of followers on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Big time uh, baseball media company. Alex has built multiple brands before, and he's really exceeded here with All-American Prospects. Today, today we discuss his goals for All-American Prospects, how he's got to where he is today, just his overall experience as a videographer, some of the cool things he's gotten to do, including being being at that perfect game All-American game that was a couple weeks ago. Uh, so just really dig into his entire career so far as a videographer, as a TEO slash founder. Um, so we'll dig into All-American Prospects as a whole as well. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it, and let's dig into it. Welcome back to the JKR podcast. Today we have All American Prospect CEO and founder. We got Alex Armstrong on the show. Alex, super pumped to get you on the show, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Jason, doing good. Um, yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. I'm excited to have you. I've been a big follower of your page now for a while. Always, always heard the name All American Prospect. So when I reached out, I was like, man, let's let's hope I get a response here. And hey, we did. So. We're finally here. Um, but one question I do like to ask everybody before they before we kind of dig into the interview is, for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Alex Armstrong? So, yeah, I'm Alex Armstrong. It's nice to meet you all, whoever's watching. Um, yeah, so I'm the founder, CEO of All American Prospects. I So I started that around, I don't know if you want to start, start you want to start from the past yeah, too? Go ahead. And then, yeah, so I started... So pretty much the whole, I'll give you the whole story a little bit. So basically I played baseball through my life. I was passionate for baseball. Um, I ended up, so pretty much I've always loved making videos and also playing baseball at the same time. And that led me to playing all the most good parts. But so pretty much I played high school baseball, I played youth baseball. I mean, I love baseball. And also at the same time, so pretty much my whole I got injured my sophomore year of high, or senior year of high school, I actually tore my labrum. And that's when I really get deep dive into like editing videos and making like sports highlight videos for YouTube wasn't getting paid or anything just kind of just trying to edit some videos and just kind of whatever and then time goes on I kind of have a couple of times where I'm like you know I don't really know if I'm gonna go baseball route or whatever and I ended up deciding to commit to college and I don't really talk about the college because I had a really bad experience over there I didn't really enjoy it too much but um uh yeah so anyways we fast forward a little bit I keep on making some videos here and there and my I got a camera so zoom lens camera zoom lens I don't know if you guys know what a zoom lens is it's kind of like where you can zoom and see the players really from far out I was actually at my college when I got it. 
And I was like, I kind of had a realization when I was there. I was kind of like, you know, I'm not going to play professional baseball. So what am I going to do with my life? And I knew I had, I had around 30,000 followers of All-American Prospects at the time. And before I even started that, I kind of saw a little, like, this is how I kind of started All-American Prospects. So I kind of saw there's a huge gap between, like, like there's no one was posting content about uh, prospects except, like, you prospects and a couple other big companies. But other than that, there's no one. And there was, I saw this one account. I think Big League Nation was their name. And I saw them, like, literally getting followers, like, mad, crazy. Because they were just reposting content about high school baseball prospects. And I love those. I, like, as me as a kid, I always loved watching baseball prospects. I, I don't know. I just always loved watching. I didn't, I had a knack for it. I always was that guy who knew a lot about baseball prospects. I was like, yeah, that guy plays for the, like, Team Elite. Or that guy plays for the Utah Astros. And I was like, I, I was that one guy who was always into it. So, and I was also, I mean, I, I was a good baseball player. I wasn't bad. I mean, I was a top 85 at 16 or 16 years old. And, I, and that's why I have the mentorship too, also. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, so with that, it's just, and I got to college baseball and I played one year. But I got out of it, and I just it wasn't it wasn't meant for me. And I, I saw more of a knack of like I'm better at videos, and it kind of started coming full circle. So pretty much with that, I started filming a top prospect. I was you guys know Drew Jones. I started filming him, and obviously there was those walk up songs that blew up on TikTok, and they got they garnered over I mean a lot of views, like over 10 million views on TikTok. And I got my first paycheck on TikTok, and I was like, you know, what? I'm running this. I'm staying here. It was that a couple offers D three D two from like out of state i was like you know what if i take this i can't continue this there's no way like i can't film the best prospects in georgia or mainly at least mainly the tournaments and events you got i'm sure you know that um or te- texas georgia florida california everywhere so with that i was like you know i got a decision to make and there's a decision between i either continue playing baseball and probably not go pro because i mean the chances are pretty slim and i knew the way it was right i was headed was videos and content and social media i loved it and it, you know I don't, I think baseball created that for me. And also now I think it led to a different path to the same direction, you know what I'm saying? So with that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay in Georgia. I'm going to kind of, I'm going to kind of stay right now. And that's my, that was my sophomore year of high school. Or I was sophomore year of college, sorry. And I ended up going to kind of and that's when it went kind of crazy for me. Cause I started, I literally posted my first YouTube video because my brother told me, Hey, like try out YouTube, like just post like a video, see how it goes. And little I know, East Cobb Astros, Kings National, we're playing at WWA. And I filmed it on my phone, literally filmed it vertically like that, and I posted it. And then first week, 100,000 100, views. So that's just crazy. That's why I always tell people just content. Like, you never know what's going to happen. You never know. Like, it was kind of a, like a, a by, kind of by passing in a way. So, and then with that, I filmed these Cabastros and filmed the whole series of them. That kind of blew up too. And then now we're kind of, and then after that, it's been kind of whole snowball effect with that. So, yeah. So you said that you had 30,000 followers of all American prospects before mm-hmm. you were actually quit playing baseball, then you said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did, how did you gain that following while playing baseball still? And then how, how did that schedule, how did that work? Obviously, because you, you're playing, uh-huh. playing baseball full-time. How were you able to go and video other baseball games going on at that same time? Yeah, so with that, I actually wasn't videoing anything. I was actually reposting almost all my content. And I was with the content I was filming, or well, I wasn't filming. I was just filming with myself, leaving like a TikTok video, but like saying I was wearing East Cobb Astros jersey because I played for the Astros or the B team Astros. It wasn't like the East Cobb Astros, but – I played, I literally had an East Cobb or Astros jersey and I was like, hey, like I'm just gonna make some TikToks, original original content. I mean, it was original content, but it was like more like the, where like you do kind of like, a, I don't know if you know, like Alex uh, Sosa, he did like, oh, like when someone like throws an anime fastball and you can't hit it. And it's kind of funny, like this funny TikToks, baseball funny TikToks, you know what I'm talking about? Or like Steve McKenzievich, I did that for a little bit. And then shout out to him, those guys are great creators. And I kind of just did more like the funny, like kind of, like the funny, like the kind of relatable baseball TikToks for a little bit. And then after that, I was like, you know what, like, 
yeah, but honestly, I was just reposting a lot. I was just a lot of reposting and like a lot of new prospects. Like they're a great company. If you guys follow them. I'm sure you guys follow them. You guys are watching this podcast. And we're literally, I think everyone reposts off their account. Now, I mean, now, obviously my account's on now as well. But literally just off them and like some other companies. And next up, baseball, a lot of, there's so many just that are good job rising right now. But um, yeah, mainly repost though. It was mainly, to answer that question, it was mainly repost and kind of, yeah, it was just a, a very unsaturated, it's still a very unsaturated uh, niche in business or in baseball. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So when you, when you were reposting that content, I know you're like, you're big into recruiting help. So was that a way to gain uh, publicity for some of these younger players or was it kind of just reposting just because you liked the content that the people were producing? Yeah, so with that, I just reposted it because I love the content. And obviously I saw like a bigger goal of it and I saw, at the time, I didn't really think of anything. I kind of just kept on posting because, like, people were loving it. And people were, like, you know, were, I was getting a lot of likes. And I kind of – actually, there's one part I missed out where I kind of switched from just a baseball account. Like, because there's baseball accounts all over the place, like, that just repost content. And they just post baseball-style content at MLB, college, high school. But I think that well, – I think we all switched when I went home and from college. And I was like, you know what, like, I'm done. I want to do, focus on other stuff. I want to focus on social media and my business. When I, it wasn't in the business at the time. I wasn't making any money. I was doing nothing. Like, no revenues, no nothing. And I actually changed my name to All-American Prospects. It was everything in baseball one five before. I actually kind of forgot about that. That was, like, way back. But I changed it to All-American Prospects, and I was like, you know what? Like, the best posts on my account are prospect videos. And, when, like, even before, it started off as prospects, and then I kind of mainstreamed to, like, MLB, college, high school, everything. But then I realized, I was like, wait, like, because we started taking a dip in, like, views and, like, likes and everything. So I was like, wait, what's going on here? Like, like, what's going on? Like, what, what is doing well? What is not doing well? Like, and I realized it was the high school baseball videos. And, like, those hit the most. So I was like, you know, I'm going to niche down on this and go really ham on this. And then came home and, you know, filmed your drones. And then, you know, kind of went after that. And it was crazy. After that, I didn't even film any of those. I didn't put any of those YouTube videos on or those videos on YouTube, which was crazy. I feel like would have gone crazy if I did. But, I mean, I did, but it was, like, later on. It was, like, more later on. Yeah. So you, you yeah. say Drew Jones, obviously just the number two pick here in this past year's draft. So, mm-hmm. okay, what's this timeline? So when you start you start reposting some of that original content you, to where you're, you're at school and you realize, okay, I want to start focusing mm-hmm. on my business, what is this timeline? So when did you start video, videoing Drew Jones and then kind of just started taking a yeah. really deep dive? So into- it all started reposting content and then – Kind of like when, when like, I kind of just, I was big on like, before even reposting, I was like big on buying and selling accounts or even growing accounts. I was really good at growing, like just getting media publicity and growing like a lot of views. And like, I was just had a knack for getting a lot of views for some reason, marketing. So um, with that, I just kind of felt like, you know, I'm not going to sell my account. I, I would, because I would, there's a thing called theme page businesses and you kind of grow an account to 10,000 followers and then sell it for like hundred dollars. And that was like what I was doing for a little bit. And I was like, you know, I was like, wait, like, I have like 15,000 followers. Why don't I just grow it to like 100,000? Because there's actually this other account, Baffled Bombs, we call. And he was at the same pace I was. He has 100, he has like over 200,000 followers right now. He's like on movie page. But he sticked at it and he had 100,000 followers a year later and I, I sold it. So with that, I just was like, you know what? This time I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep everything baseball. At the time it was everything baseball. And then I started reposting content. Follow and follow. I do a lot of follow and follow in the beginning. I mean, I think everyone does, but I don't know if I'm the only one, but whatever. Um, that was kind of a growth strategy I did. But um, then I kind of get actually get traffic, reposted content. And I was like, you know what? How far can I take this reposting content? I can't take it so far, you know? And then after that, I was like, you know what? I got to like, and that, I went home. Then I had a cam- I already had a camera, but I didn't have like a zoom lens. So I got a zoom lens at the school. And then literally like two months or a month later, 
I got COVID and I was like, you know, I'm going home. Like I got, I didn't get COVID, but I had like a COVID warning, whatever. So I was like, I'm out. I'm bored here. I'm out. Like I didn't, I enjoy it at all. I'm not going to talk more about that. I'm not, I mean, I'll talk more about it, but it's like, you know, people can probably look up where I went. So I don't want to talk about it too much, but um, I just didn't enjoy it. It wasn't the best. It wasn't a good experience. I mean, I learned a lot from it. It brought me, it was like, it got me really grateful for where I'm at right now. Cause it's, it's whatever. I don't know. It's just not, not ideal. So with that, it's, um, I learned a lot. I grew a lot. And now I'm, I'm blessed to be where I'm at right now. And yeah, I'm going to sidetrack. But anyways, then I got, I video the content. So I went home and then within a month, I DM'd him on Instagram. I was like, Hey man, like, this is actually me going for more like videography gigs. And this is actually me being as a videographer, not as all American prospects. And I was like, you know what? Like, wait, like I like, I can post this all American prospects. So he hit three home runs in like two games. So with that, I posted on, it's called Shots by Xander. It was like a mixtapes page. And I posted that. He kind of reposted everything. And then I posted all American prospects and I did like a Twitter style format. I don't know if you see those Twitter style formats on Instagram where you do like, oh, Drew Jones hits three home runs in state championship and it blew up. Like he got like 8,000 likes within like 24 hours or three days or whatever. I don't really remember, but it, it blew up. And that's all I remember. And then later on, I actually didn't blow up initially. It was kind of like the Instagram post flew well. And then we we're like, ah, what's next? You know? And then later on, there's the walk up songs. And then we that kind of, he, there was a walk-up song going up when you hit, hit it when he was going up to the plate. And then we kind of remixed it into like a trendy song. And those blew up. Like I'm telling you, like those guys, like I think I got that one month, I got 30 million views, 30 million views off that one month on TikTok. So it was crazy. And again, like within 200,000 followers in that whole span of like a month. And I was like, you know what? Like I need to like really go full dive into this. After that, I realized I was like, you know what? We got to really just, I got to really just niche down on this, you know, this is working. So, you know, and then that's kind of what happened. I don't know if that, that makes sense but yeah. yeah i mean i mean you're kind of you're, you're telling a couple of different stories but i mean they they're, they're all kind yeah. of sense. Yeah. but all american prospects i mean that's i mean it's a pretty clever name but it's not like it's not like you just went and like found it obviously i mean it's, it's a cool name yeah. it's a household name to, for a lot of these young prospects so what exactly went into that naming process to name yourself all american prospects mm -hmm. yeah so with that i actually had a partner for a little bit and he actually named it i'll give him credit i'll give him credit for that because he actually named the name that and i was like you know that's a great name i like it and we put it on there and unfortunately we're not working together anymore but it's just me right now and i wish them the best i mean we're not yeah i'm not gonna talk more about that because it's more but it's really interesting subject but um yeah we just kind of yeah he kind of found the name and then yeah that was that was it and then we kind of i ran with it and then there was kind of some uh disagreements with me and him and then you know it kind of just parted ways and then he's doing good now he's in, he's yeah he's just doing his own thing i'm doing my own thing now so yeah I don't want to talk about that too much. So, so yeah. So now, so now with all American prospects, you have the mentorship. Mm -hmm. I know you do a little bit of recruiting help. Obviously, the videography, yeah. which everyone knows. So, when mm -hmm. you did, when you guys did start, what were some of the initial goals? And then now that you've mm -hmm. kind of blown up to where you have a very big following, how has those goals mm -hmm. changed? Yeah. So we're recruiting. We're actually not into recruiting that much. We're kind of more into products and mentorship. The mentorship I sell with eighty-five mile mentorship is really helping like players. Because I top eighty-five. That's why it's eighty-five because I top eighty-five in high school. And I really want to help those players that are like in that tier of like 70 to like 83, 84. And I even players are emailing me saying, hey, like I throw 90 to 93. Like, is this going to help me? I'm like, no, like you throw too hard. I don't know what to do with you. Like, so like, I don't, I, I mean, we maybe we'll come up with kind with that partner. We're like, I don't know, hopefully I'm going to be a player or a minor leaguer. I throw like hundred miles an hour or something. We've been in the talks with that with some players, but we just haven't like got onto it too much. Cause like, I kind of want to keep it more high school. You know what I'm saying? So I want to keep it more to those guys that are like kind of like me. You know what I'm saying? So with that, I mean, I'm I my freshman year of high school. This is more of a baseball story of it, but my freshman year of high school, I actually was super underweight. I was like 120 pounds, five seven, which I'm sure you know that's super like skinny. 
that's not good. For baseball, at least you're not going to throw hard like that. And I was one of those guys that threw with a lot of two-seamers and, like, the location. And then uh, after that, I kind of was like, you know what? Like, I need to throw harder. I need to go in, in the weight room, put on weight. And I'm sure you know weight room. I mean, everyone knows lifting and you got to go and eat a lot. So for me, I was like, you know what? I got to eat a lot. And, like, because, like, I had, no, I had no fat on me. I was all super skinny, skin and bones, you know? So with that, I'm big on those guys. And the membership is like explaining a lot about eating a lot with lifting. Like, the kind of the mainstream to stuff, but, like, there's a lot that more goes into it. A lot of people just don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? So a lot, of, like the majority of high schoolers are underweight. So to that, I really preach eating a lot and lifting a lot. I wouldn't, I don't want to say too much about the membership because obviously like, you know, it's a product and it's on sale. So, um, but it's just, it, it's got testimonials. I mean, I've gotten about 15 or 20 testimonials out of all the orders, but I've been trying to get more one-on-one with them. I'm trying, I'm really trying to like, just help out as many you pitchers as I can. You know, you know what I'm saying? So with that is you know it's an evolving product i think it's going to be a great product for the next 10 years and we're definitely adding on to it every every couple of months and trying to really make it the best product possible and we've kind of hindered the price sometimes we're trying to make it like 20 dollars 50 dollars 40 dollars 30 dollars but it's just tough we're trying to see we're also business so we got to put it in our perspective of you know how can we profit the most and also how can we how can this be valued as perceived as you know what i'm saying so um with that we found 50 dollars is the best benchmark for that at least right now because it's kind of like you know, you don't want to sell something that's like $3 anymore. We sold it for $3.99 for a little bit, but we kind of was like, you know what, this has no value. Like it's $3, you know? So it's like, you want to sell like a kind of a high ticket, below ticket product. And you want to perceive it as a great product because it is a great product. I believe it's helped me a lot. I mean, it helped me gain from 74 miles to like 85 within like a year, you know? And obviously it counts puberty and all that stuff. But biggest thing was I put on weight and went in the weight room and yeah. ate a lot. And that's, and that's a whole, and also the whole basis of the plan to do that so that's what the membership's all about and i really recommend it to anyone watching to buy it if you're in that par the subpar niche of like even 60 to like or 80 and that's the biggest that's for those big guys those guys that are just just trying to make it to 85 miles plus you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah so you've dug, you've dug into the process of all american pro- prospects how, how you went into it to where you're at now but overall when you're just looking back at what, what's happened so far obviously you got a great future ahead but as you're looking mm-hmm. back to what's happened in the past like what's been the most difficult part of this whole process Oof, difficult uh it's been tough it's been tough it's been i think the hardest part was i'll tell you a couple things so first thing was is like because obviously when you're smaller it's harder getting in reach of these players in the nation and you know it's obviously some players are more i'm not gonna say names but some players are more cocky than others and some people are more down to earth but um with that it's like you know i don't know the most difficulty with my business i think it's kind of like you know there's a lot of it's a lot of I don't want to say it, but it's kind of like, for me, I, I feel a lot like as a business owner, it's kind of like, you know, how do I say this? It's kind of, I don't know. I'm just kind of, it's hard getting in contact with those guys. Like before it was really hard because a lot of them didn't know who I was and they didn't trust me because all of my content was reposted. So I think that was one of the main difficulties before and trying to get them one-on-one. That was the hardest thing. Now I can, I mean, I don't say anyone, but I can say a lot of people would want to do one-on-one with me, you know what I'm saying? Or not me, but I'll make your prospects, you know? So with that, I feel like that's built up credibility and that's whatever. And I think another difficulty has just been videographers. A lot of people, if you guys want to get into a job niche and are good at videoing, come to me, please. You know, so that's the biggest thing. Finding videographers has been really hard and we're trying to find more, you know, and we don't have, we don't really have any right now. We kind of just have a couple, but we've been outsourcing that some, some of the summer and we're kind of, we're kind of like, hey, laying back low on that because there's been a, kind of some difficulty with that because we just, I mean, we are very, very high standard of quality and we don't want to lose that anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard finding that high quality 
a lot, like kind of like while I video it or I film with a 4K camera and all that stuff. So, so, yeah. the, so all American prospects, is it just you right now? Or I know you said you it's just me, just me. Well, a little bit. I've been, I've been like dipping into it. the summer. We kind of were at a loss because we didn't, we didn't, I, I, it was tough because, you know, a lot of the quality content was not what I anticipated for. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for it. I mean, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lesson about like, you know, you know, quality content beats quantity content over everything, you know? So with that, it's like, you know, you can't like, like my brother said, you can't replace Superman, you know, you can't do it, you know? And like, obviously you kind of like, you can, you can replace videographers in a way, but it's like, I want to, I want to take it a lot slower in the future because I don't want to lose my quality content of it. You know, you know what I'm saying? So with that, I'm not going to put names of videographers or anything, but if you look at the views of my, of some of the videographers that they filmed for me, you can see like the view duration, the click-through rate, the everything analytics-wise, it's like a whole, it's upside, you know, it's, it's whole like, what is this? Like, why, why is there so huge difference, you know? So yeah, so that's been the biggest difficulty. So you got videos this summer that you saw and you were just like, and you, mm-hmm. that you were just like okay man i don't i really don't want to post this like did you get a couple of those videos this summer oh no yeah i have a couple i have like over like i have over like 20 videos that i'm not posting i've lost money on so yeah it's not, so what's not very good what's the, i mean i can't i can't imagine what that feels like where you're paying a guy to be like hey go go down to carry go down to mm-hmm. north carolina for me mm-hmm go shoot so-and-so that way we can get all this content mm. you get it and it's yeah. like shitty like yeah Ooh, luckily for me it's like i had a super super good spring and i compensated that with the bad summer and i wouldn't say bad summer i mean i had a couple of good videos here and there but mainly it wasn't the best summer i anticipated for and i think right now we're kind of bouncing back really well i don't know if you saw a perfect game on very classic videos but i think they're one of the best videos i posted in my life like i love it i love this content i love that video so much i filmed it myself i got into more interviews like I, I really, I want to mention this too. You process is a great job of interviewing players and I really try to look up to them in that aspect. And I've been trying to get more into that and very views on that. So I kind of, kind of replicated that a little bit in the perfect game on American classic. I feel like the views show for itself, you know? Yeah. So, and within like, I think within a month, they're all going to have over hundred thousand views and that's, that's our goal, you know? And obviously pushing to baseball to the next level. That's my whole motto. So um, with that, it was just, you know, yeah, but yeah, it, it is very, it's just disappointing because, you know, it's like with the videos, it's like you pay good money for it and like you kind of just don't get it back, you know? So with that, we kind of, we have a business account, so we kind of, we're good on save. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. So we have a lot, I won't say a lot of money saved up, but we have a reasonable amount where we're kind of safe, you know? Yeah. So, so I mean, that perfect yeah. game, All-American game, I mean, that was only just two days ago. So you've got, you got it all, you all got, you got it all edited together. You got it all posted. Like that's good to go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all of it's all of it's done except I've got two more videos going up. If you guys are watching this, two more videos are coming up and but it's short videos, short videos, but you know, I think they're gonna tap too. They're gonna do really well, I think. So, so what so I'm really excited about that. So I mean, I mean that's a quick turnaround. So it's kind of take us through that videography process to where you're videotaping, you're there on the field interviewing guys to where you're editing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, with that being such a quick turnaround, yeah. kind of take us through that process. Yeah, so with turnaround time, I'm huge, huge, huge on like even this one. So there's this one company i worked with and it was called i don't know if you know process dugout process dugout is big on baseball the niche i don't know if you know yeah i worked with them for a little bit and they taught me a lot i worked with them as a videographer and they were telling me how how people turn around the content so quick especially like you, i praise you prospects again sorry i'm kind of preaching again but they're, they're great you know and they kind of he preached how they quickly turn around the time of the turnaround time you know what i'm saying so i've kind of modeled that and i'm like you know what like because I, I was always big into like effects and like making it the best video possible, about quote unquote best video possible. But in reality, no one cares. They want good content. And then I have good time. Like a videographer's style of content is like, 
So how do I say this in like a, a like a more expenditure way? It's like my content as a broad audience is gonna be fine, but like as a videographer style, you can't be so hard on yourself, you know. So if that, I don't know how to explain that well in a better way, but it's like you know, like videographers, videographers, your content is like you have to be really good, but if you're not, your videographers to like kids or or male or female, whatever. It's like he said it in such a good way. I forgot how he said it, but anyways, my point is like you know, with turnaround time, it's like we're trying to get as quick as, as out possible. You know, it's like a trend, you know, like if you don't take advantage of that trend and it's not popping off right now, like, for example, I think like some companies out there really wait and hold back to post it like a month later. I'm like, what are you doing? Like you have the trend, like every perfect game is posting everything and everyone else is posting everything. Like that's marketing. You, you, everyone's, it's hot, you know, it's hot right now. So you got to post it. And I'm, we're big on that. I mean, kind of with Drew Jones, who let's say he had to play like, two homers in that one game. Like we turned it around in like within a day, within the next day. So we're kind of like trying to, we look up to Balls Life too. Balls Life is a big basketball company and media company. And they really, they do a great job over there too. I've never met them, but I would love to meet the founder or whatever. But um, they post like, you know, great content. And like, I know they turn around videos quick and that's, I kind of look up to them in that way. And obviously your prospects and next and everyone else, you know, a lot of great, there's a lot of, so many guys that do a great job. So yeah. with that, it's like, and also the VR process is like, you know, I so I go out there and kind of you want like the whole process or just kind of like some parts, best I mean, parts. Go through. Yeah. I mean, I've got plenty. Of time. For sure. I don't. I don't have yeah, time yeah. So I mean, we can. Yeah. Play. So uh, for sure. So with that, it's you know, for me, I'm trying to get more into doing. Like I said, so like that, I'm very I'm more introverted person. So it's hard for me to like, go up to people and be like, "Hey, how you feeling, man? How are you? What are you doing? What are you working on?" Or whatever. I've kind of gotten more into that now. So with that, the perfect game library class, like I was kind of like, you know what? Like you like, love cameras. They they know you're not you're not here to just like. You know, just film game highs. It's not fun. That's not that's not what you're here for. You want to get in the players' faces and ask them questions. You know, they love that. You know, and the biggest conception of that was this is also another difficulty with me. I, I've always thought the players hated me for some reason. I don't know because I I know they don't hate me, but it's like because people the perception of media isn't good. You know, in at least the world. You know, so I'm trying to change that model of it. I'm trying to change that. You know, we're just trying to help people out. We're trying to push that to the next level. High school baseball. You know, we're not trying to do anything wrong. We're not trying to push someone wrong. Like for example. There was just one team, I'm not going to mention the name because they asked me not to talk about it or and what happened. But there was a one travel team that we videoed over the summer and there was a brawl that just went off. And they were like, hey, like, please don't post that video. And we we're like, yeah, we got you. They're a great organization. I'm not going to mention the name, but they're a great organization. And I'm sure you guys know them, but I'm not going to say the name. But they, you know, they told us, we, you have a great, like, you have a great audience. We don't want you posting that. Like, got it. We're not going to post it. We respect you as an organization. I'm sure you guys, we, you, they respect us too. I mean, we want to keep that as a long-term relationship. So that's the biggest thing. We also relationships. I can go another topic about that. But that's the biggest thing. Like, we're not trying to post bad, like, stuff about people or players. We want to post the best content as possible and show the highlights of players, not the bad of players. Because I know some people do that. And I don't want to do that. You know, I, even if people ask me sometimes, like, why are you posting, like, everything? So, like, what, do, do you ever post, like, bad content? Like, that's, like, more, like, on the edge of, like, showing the bad, bad, the bad parts of a player. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't. I, if it was a player and someone posted some stuff about me and I was, it was bad, I would not like it, you know? Oh, so yeah. I mean, that, no. would, that would just ruin yeah. the relationship you have with that guy already. Exactly. exactly. And obviously my presence as a media company, you know what I'm saying? So with that, it's like, you know, I've had players even DM me sometimes. Like sometimes when I screw up on my end where I say like, hey, like I'm going to post this, like, uh, or I post them and tag them and they say, hey, can you please take it down? I always take it down. I not has no hesitation, you know? If it's like kind of controversial or like, but there's a difference between controversy and like, you know, if you're just purely doing bad or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So with that, we try to post controversial stuff, but also like at the same time, you know, if it's like, you know, if you know, you know, if you know, you know, you know, you're saying, 
So with that, like there's some passes where it kind of gets tricky sometimes, but obviously if someone reaches out to us and say, hey, to please take that down, like we don't like this as an organization or as a player, take it down. No, no chance. We're taking it down. We don't care about the money. We don't care about anything. Take it down. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah I, that's I, I have stuff yeah, so. like that too. Like I had, uh, I had this one guy who was mm. probably – probably about mm. eight, nine months ago now, um, where he started talking about mm. one of his teammates who was like, he was a top prospect, like probably going to get drafted. Mm. He talked about an injury he mm. had like the day before practice. And I didn't think oh, wow. of it. And then I posted it and mm. he texted me like this, like, I don't know, it was like a couple hours after I posted it. He was like, hey, my, like my coach, because he, he wants you to edit this out or take it out. And I was like, all right, well, mm. right away, right away I took it out. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. if that gets back to somebody to where he starts talking about the podcast, oh, the JKR podcast, they they put something bad out there. I mean, then I, then I have the chance to, when I do reach out to players, I mean, they're going to tell me, they're going to tell me no, or just not read it and not respond. And at, right now I'm at a, obviously I don't have like a huge following, like you youth prospects, prospect dugout, maybe some other podcasts, yeah. but I mean, I'm at a point now to where if I follow someone on Instagram, kind of just for them to see my page, like a yeah. Arkansas commit, Alabama, whatever it is. I mean, for the most part, I do get, a, I do get a follow back and that a lot like allows me mm-hmm. to do stuff. So, I mean, at this point now, like I have good relationships with every player I've had on and just like yourself, mm-hmm. I mean, I want to keep those good relationships and exactly. with me being an aspiring agent, that, uh, that's also another reason for me, mm-hmm. great relationships with some of these players, but exactly. uh, you talk, you talk, digging into that, you talk about credibility. So how has you building this credibility? How has that led to you building good relationships with obviously Drew Jones? I mean, Max Clark, I mean, you have a lot of Max Clark content out there, Tamar Johnson, mm-hmm. some other guys. How has that credibility led to some of these relationships you have with some of these players? Yeah, so with that, it's been tough. Like, for example, like, you know, Drew Jones, it's, it's tough because he gets so much media coverage on him. So it's kind of like, you know, I like that's one example. I thought he hated me. He doesn't hate me. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't like, he just gets so much media on him. And it's like, it's kind of like absurd that he doesn't like, it's, I'm good, it's, it's an honor to even get a response from him, you know, and I do get responses from him, but it's like, you know, like if I ever get left unopened or something, I always take it time to my head. I'm like, ah, oh, did I do something? Like, what did I do? You know, they're just like, no, they're just busy. They're just, they're so like they have a lot of followers and a lot of engagement, a lot of mentions. Like they're they're, they're going. Like, the thing with that, like the biggest thing, if you ever, if any of you guys want to start a media company, you can't take any of this shit personal. Sorry for the language, but you can't take any of it personal. You can't. Like you can't. Like if they leave you an open, sorry man. Like they'll probably get back to you sometime. Like for example, like Max Park. You know, he I reached out to him for one on one. I was like, hey, he left an open for like eight hours. The event. Tell me back, hey man, let's do it. It's just busy. They're busy. You know, you can't you can't knock anyone for that. You can't like, you just can't like they're, they're like influencers. You know, they're they're big guys on in the in Instagram or whatever or whatever they are. You know, they're just well known. And they have a lot of mentions and have they're very busy. You know, yeah. so with that, it's like we're just trying to like I said, post the best content of them and not shame on them or do anything bad that that hurt a relationship with me and him or whatever or Drew Jones or Max Parker, whatever name is that's out there or you know, so. Yeah, so that's kind of so as as some of these guys, obviously you Jones, like I said, number two pick this past year, go to the Diamondbacks. Tamar Johnson, another 2022 guy, Clark being drafted next year. Um, as these guys, some of these guys that you have good relationships with, make it on to the next level. Um, some going to college, some getting drafted, going to the minors, and then ho- hopefully potentially down the road when those guys make it to the big leagues. Like, do you plan on keeping up with some of these guys as they make it through the sh- to the show, or do you kind of still want to focus on high school ball? Uh, where I may focus is high school ball, but like if let's say I hit some stuff and be like, Hey, like we would be greatly open to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like our niche is like high school baseball. And we want us, we still like, we, I still follow Drew on Instagram and everything. We kind of, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say like, it's like bad, but I don't know. It might sound cringy, but it's like, kind of like where you like saw a baby grow up and like, you know, they're kind of like 
big time now. You know what I'm saying? Because like you know, I was with them. I was with West Lane High School, and all those I mentioned all those players on social media, all the whole team, and even Drew obviously targeted towards them a little bit. But because obviously you know, like our business works with targeting the top players in the nation. He's one of the ones. And we on a crossing, we covered Cooper Bowser, you know, Bryce Hubbard, all those great guys in West Lane. Mentioned just the whole lineup of staff, everyone. You know, so we mentioned that's another thing we're trying to really reach out to all players too. That's not our like we we has a misconception of covering you know just top players, but in reality we cover a lot. You know, we cover a lot of people in crossing. So that's our biggest thing too. We're trying to get more into like crossing even those high mid tier players or even like you know still in the top fifty, but they don't get as much media coverage. You know what I'm saying? And they're still insane players. You know, so with that it's like yeah, but yeah, if if it came down the line and said hey like and they hit us up like. We would hit them. I mean, we kind of try to stay away from that because, like, you know, we're high school baseball. So when they get out of high school baseball, they're kind of out of our hands. You know what I'm saying? They're up to them. will be hands and whatever they want to do. So with that, it's just kind of like kind of just personal preference if they kind of want to do it and they don't, you know, whatever. But we, we kind of we kind of more stay on our end. We kind of stay away from it because we're kind of stay towards our niche. You know what I'm saying? But if they had ever hit us up and we're like, want to get this interview done, we would love to. You know, that's yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, why not? Exactly. Why not? Yeah. You know? So. But um, you, we've talked about it a little bit so far here, so far, uh, like, earlier you do have a huge following you said you've always been kind of good at building those social media accounts to get a huge following so how do you go about building that and like like, like what's your strategy as you go on and you try to build these these um these brands on social media yeah so with that i mean right now i'm kind of really focused on american prospects and like it's been tough this past month like mentally because there's been much baseball obviously in august before the all-american classic and obviously i had a tough summer with like you know the content wasn't like videographers and everything, it was tough because I was at a loss. So it was really hard for me this past month because, you know, it, I'm trying to get busy too. You know, I'm trying to make money and work and, you know, do normal things as a guy. I'm also 20. So keep that in mind where I want to have like a balance in life where I want to hang out with friends, you know, hang out with, or go to parties sometimes, you know, just live it up a little bit, you know? So with that, it's just like, you know, it's just, it's just tough sometimes. So it's like kind of with social media, I don't know, I'm trying to get back, but anyway, the social media accounts is kind of like, you know, I watch a lot of podcasts and that's why I mentioned you, I love podcasts and I watch a lot of, a lot of content and I sponge a lot of, I've had to be a sponge in everything I've learned, which is like a lot of growth coaches, a lot of course, I've spent almost 10 grand on courses. So I thought I can tell you that now I've spent over 10 grand on courses and that's been one of the main things I've learned a lot with like, and obviously if I were to go back and would I say, no, spend 10 grand on courses? No. I learned a lot from those courses. You know what I'm saying? Like I buy one course a month easily, but that's over a hundred dollars. So I definitely, I'm big into knowledge. I'm big into being a sponge in the social media or anything in life. Like you want to be a professional baseball player into, I mean, it's tough. Being, it's more tough than professional baseball. It's more of the talent, but I don't know about the talent, but it's tougher. Like for me, when I was playing baseball, it was tougher for me to dissect a lot of content to become better at baseball. You know what I'm saying? So like, for example, the mentorship, like there was nothing like that out when I was my age. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing out there that's like actually a reasonable price, like fifty dollars. Like that's like that's like the tier I would go for. Like, hey dad, like can I spend this? I was like, yeah, for sure. Like it's gonna make you better. Why not? You know, that's why like, the biggest thing I wanted to be available to everyone. You know what I'm saying? And like that's why it's like kind of that's why I kind of dipped out of baseball for a little bit, or not a little bit. But that's why I quit baseball because I was more geared to like business is twenty four seven, and baseball or media companies like that's twenty four seven. You're never gonna get bored. You know what I'm saying? So that I was just I was more of like a social media guy you know so like i don't know i'm more just that's more my lane you know so i think i think it's better and that's how i think just with time you kind of get better it's kind of like just like a basketball if you're shooting a basketball every day you get better at it over time and it's kind of snowballed for me a little bit so yeah that's kind of answer your question but so so as a social media guy and like just a Mm -hmm. brand guy as a whole with nil that Mm -hmm. came out this past year like what would be your advice for some of these high school guys or even college guys who are trying to build their brand through Mm -hmm. social media 
um, just mm -hmm. to putting all that content out there, what would be kind of maybe some advice you have for some mm -hmm. of these players? Yeah, so with that, I mean, like, with that, I mean, NIL is the, that's like the basketball league where they pay out of high school, right? I'm just making sure, right? So, so NIL, it's it's name, image, and likeness where college athletes can make money uh, off of oh, gotcha. My endorsement bad. Yeah, I or posting content or whatever, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with that, like, you know, if I were, if I were, let's say, like, for example, like, there's a reason, like, I want to say this too, like, there's a reason Max Clark is, like, with the reason he is, not, like, obviously, considerably, he's the number one player in the nation, but... There's also a top 49, 49 players in the nation that have, there's a lot of guys that are top 50, they have less than a thousand followers. And there's a reason for that. Because for me, Max Clark is a genius in social media because he, I guarantee you, he hit up the video and say, hey man, I have a great image, I have a great name, video me, you'll get the money back. Because people, all his followers will go to his videographers and be like, hey man, I want a video. You did a great video for Max Clark. I want, and that's going to be like rows and rows of players. You know what I mean? Like, because he, he has a name. It's like he can leverage that. Like for me, if I was a if I was a let's say a mid tier guy that's like ten k to thirty k followers and want to level up my game and like you know just followers wise and help me make money on social media or just forever I mean I think social media is the best thing possible to ever make money you know because like why not like it's it's right in front of you you're on your phone you why not like if you're a basketball player for example um or just let's say baseball because we're in baseball so if you're a college baseball player let's say like go to your team creative team and like their creative team at your college or D one or D one guy. Say, hey, man, I want you to document everything I do. Simple. And then, bam, you put, like, you get, like, an edit. I don't know how, I mean, the creative guys will send you all the content. And literally, I'll just post everything you have. And, bam, you're, you're set. I don't know the answer to the question. But that's what I would do. I mean, that's what I would, I'll go to your creative, like, creatives in that facility of your school and do that. And then say your minor leagues, same thing. Not the same thing. It's a little tricky there. But if you still have the name, you're fine. You know, you'll be, you might have to pay a little bit, but you get it back, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, like you said, I mean, if you if you go through Max Clark's, Max Clark's Instagram, mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many different videography companies that are on there. I mean, obviously, you, Youth Prospects, Black Cobra Media, those are the three big ones. Mm -hmm. And then there's NA Films that did that whole documentary on him in high school. I'm sure I'm missing a couple. I mean, but I mean, if you scroll yeah. through there, I mean, there's videographers upon videographers that are just doing yeah. free content for him. I mean, at this point now, to like the way that he's grown his brand. Well, because right now, it's like, you know, he knows that, like, He's like I said, he's a genius of it because he knows those media, video companies make money off him, and plus he makes he gets followers, and that's what his followers. He's he knows later on he's gonna monetize that. He knows that. Like he, I mean, he knows it's all the business. I mean, it's not. All, I'm always say it's all the business, but like, it's like a win-win. It's a win-win for both sides. You know, if like photographers get tagged mentions, Max Clark gets the photo, and he gets likes, and he gets obviously who doesn't like likes, you know. So yeah. you know that's what so, I say. Yeah. When it comes to all you videographers, obviously, like I mentioned, those some of those guys. There's also Omar who did the stuff with Indiana Bulls all summer. Mm -hmm. Do you guys kind of have like relationships to where you guys, when you guys show up to maybe East Cobb or Lake Point or even Cary or something, something like that, you guys kind of talk to each other a little bit? Yeah, no, we, we're very reciprocal. I mean, me and Willie are very tight. I mean, I'm not very tight. I mean, we're close. Like, we don't, we don't, we're not like best friends, but you know, we're, we, we, we're number two. So we talk to each other, we talk about how stuff's going, how's content going, how's, you know, how's your life going? We, we talk to those people as people, as individuals. And I respect all the videographers and photographers. I do process sometimes, like the uh, Ryan, I don't know if you know Ryan, that you process, but. I've met him and I met yeah. a couple other guys. Um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of, yeah, I mean, I'm very reciprocative and the next up baseball is another one I talked to a little bit. I actually, yeah, I talked to them a little bit and yeah, I mean, we're very reciprocative. We're very like open to talking to other people that are in a creative community because it's all a community, you know? So we're all just trying to help high school baseball next, or push high school baseball next level and in all hindsight of it, you know? All right. So obviously like we, we mentioned earlier about perfect game, all American game. Um, so kind of take us through that experience and was it your favorite experience you've had so far? Cause I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty big time gig. Mm. So kind of take yeah, us through. Yeah. So 
with that, it's, you know, it, it's like, it was kind of a reflection on a lot on like how far I've come. Cause obviously two three years ago, I was just watching it on TV, you know? So it was kind of like, obviously I would love to be in it, like playing it, but you know, you know, it's not, not meant for me, you know, and obviously I wasn't as good as those top 50, you know, those guys are insane, you know? <laughs> so with that, it's like, it was a great honor. You know, I got the media pass from all perfect game and, you know, they, I'm, thank you for them. If you guys are watching this perfect game, thank you guys for letting me in, you know, so it was a great honor. And yeah, with that, it's like, you know, it was, I mean, it was not my first event. That was kind of really big. Was, I went to MLB Combine. So that was also a big event also. Um, but also I wasn't as, as, as aggressive with the players as I, as I wanted to be. So that's also kind of why I didn't enjoy it as much as I did with this one. And I think this one definitely, yeah, definitely the best. If that answers the question. I think the best one, because I never got so much in the players' faces because like in a good way, obviously not in a bad way. I mean, because I got so many interviews and with, I really enjoyed like making the video. I love editing the video. It was just a great experience. It felt really refreshing and felt really, really good. And obviously Arizona, it's really hot, but you know, it was indoor, but so it was Chase Field. So it was kind of taped up a little bit. So it was indoor in a way. But um, really loved it. I mean, I love, I mean, I met a lot of good players and I, I met some players I've never met, uh, at least from the past, because they're in the West Coast or East Coast or I'm in the East Coast. So I know most of those players from the East. So obviously West, I met some good, really good players. Obviously it's really good because, you know, perfect game, my classic, obviously. So, um, so it was really an honor just to be there. It was just a great experience. I loved it. Um, definitely, like, definitely want to go again next year. I definitely think it was a great trip. I definitely don't regret going at all. So. So how do you how do you get invited as you as a videographer? How do you get invited to mm -hmm. the MLB Draft Combine and the Perfect Game All American Game? Because I know there was a couple of videographers yeah. there as well, like Black Cobra. I know was there too. So mm -hmm. like how yeah, do you, so that it's kind of like something like that. It's kind of tricky, you know. I, I have like how many passes are here, right? The Combine, and then I have like the media from Perfect Game. So I'm kind of racking up on media passes right now. So I'm really happy about that. Um, but with that, it's like you just got an email. You get an email. Email is the best thing. Email or like if they have a direct link, then I would definitely apply there. Obviously, if the social media following, you just paste that in there. But obviously, with videographers, if you're a videographer watching this, like, definitely be patient of it because they're not going to get back to you immediately. They're going to get back to you in a couple of days. Like, the perfect game, it took two days to respond back to me and actually give me the pass. So, it's like, you got to be patient and also, like, you know, have something to back up for. Like, have a portfolio, have something so they don't know, like, you're trying to, like, mess them up or go on the field or, you know, just some dumb stuff, whatever. So, with that, they kind of knew. I mean, they knew who I was. Like, when I said my name, all American prospects, they email me immediately and say hey like no no like not in the original one but the second email they were like hey man yeah you're good you're clear you're good so that was an honor i mean i think i feel like that was a great kind of leap of credibility for me i felt really good so so was the MLB draft combine similar like did you have to email them did you have to reach out to them to be there mm -hmm. yeah so the combine it was they kind of sent me angle inquiries to this and i sent an email hey man i want a media pass or not hey man but hey would love to have a media pass and they went back and said, hey, you're all cleared. It was actually tricky with that because they weren't very, like, clear on what they were saying. They were like, hey, like, if you want to pick up the media pass, pick up there. But they weren't like, hey, you've got a media pass. Like, program game was very clear you have a media pass. But it was like, I went to all the way to San Diego, and I almost didn't get it, but I got it. So, obviously, I got it. But um, with that, it just, you know, it was a little stressful. But even with the program game, they didn't, they didn't have me on a list. But they had, they, you know, they had the email, you know. So, they just, you know, it was just, you know, media passes can be tricky. But. Obviously, you know, if you follow up everything, you just screenshot everything, your emails, Dropbox, you're going to be fine. You're going to be okay, you know. So. so are there, so obviously those two are big time events for videographers like yourself. Yeah. But are there some other big time events? Obviously like East Cobb and stuff like that, anybody can show up to. Mm -hmm. But are there some other big time yeah. youth prospect events like Baseball Factory or some others that mm -hmm. would like be something you'd like to do here in the near future? Yeah. So with that, I want to go to Area Code. Area Code is definitely looking what I'm looking forward to. I want to go to that one. That's next year. I mean, I missed it this year, but I didn't, I just, I mean, we're, we can only have, we only have so much money. We only have like so much money for trips and everything. 
and obviously we're based mainly in Georgia. And obviously Georgia is like, you know, from July 9th to July 26th, the WBAs are huge. So we don't have to go anywhere. We kind of just stay here and stay put and make content because we're, our, you know, our cost is a lot lower and they're great tournaments. It's the best tournaments in the whole United States or in America, I would say, on, or in the world. But um, with that, I mean, definitely area code. Uh, I can't really think anymore. I mean, baseball factory. Yeah, that one's a good one too. I think honestly, with that, I think definitely we're in a set. I want area code. That's what I want. Yeah, area code. And I think Birmingham Walkman Classic was a huge one. I was looking forward to and that. That one hit it around the jackpot. I think that was so fun for me. So as a you know, as a baseball player, it was kind of like really like, or as a former baseball player, it was like really fun to just be there. You know. So. Yeah. So yeah. I got three three questions left. So yeah. digging into okay, okay. so digging into some aspiring sports videographers, what would be your advice to some guys who you know have their first camera? They're into video already, but they kind of want to get into baseball, basketball, football, whatever the sport is. Like, what would be your advice for some aspiring sports videographers? Um, yeah. So with that, I mean, there's two avenues you can go. I mean, obviously, my initial dream was to work for like MLB, and obviously, like you know, you can. I mean, you can do that, and that's, I'm not knocking anyone who wants to work for MLB, but realistically you're kind of capped and like you're earning a salary and you're not i mean obviously it's great you're dream you're working for mlb and like mlb has a name and obviously like that's like you know it's really fun but for me it was like you know what like like if i stay in high school baseball niche i am not capped i'm working for myself i'm a business owner and like that's kind of that but obviously when you're starting when you're starting, when you're starting, when you're starting i would definitely just go out there and just film content like i would start off as a video like as a videographer and not like if you have just a social media following or anything, like just start posting content, start posting your content. I know that sounds kind of very mainstream. I don't have any, like it just, it takes a long, like, I mean, I've been in with a camera for about like my first camera I bought or my first lens, the zoom lens was like, I think around two, two and a half years ago. So, you know, it takes time. It's no, so like just you go out there and you blow up, you know, it's not like that. It's, a, I mean, that's like that anything. I mean, you can't just dip into something and expect to do something really fast, you know? So with that, like even my content, you look at back at my older YouTube videos, film my phone, filmed by a really bad camera. Like it doesn't matter. Like content is content. You can film with your phone. Just go out there and film. That's what I tell the people. Like you can film your phone. If you have, let's say, Max Clark in front of you, film it. Who cares? No one cares. Like it's Max Clark. They're going to watch it, you know, or whatever uh, player it is or whatever event, you know. And I even told this to my one of my friends that was formerly in the business or the baseball business. He was like, I don't want to film. I'm like, just get the phone out. Like, you don't have a camera, so what? Just film, put it on the on the on the little net, and you'll be fine. You'll literally get views or whatever you want to do. So, and you'll still get like good content because you, if you see Instagram right now, there's not many people who have filming with cameras. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not many. Like me, like, and a couple of the media companies are like the OGs of like cameras. You know, like because we're we're those repost pages wouldn't be pages without us. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I say that too because I'm a repost page too. I also repost content too, so I can't say like you know screw like a uh, screw uh what's it called screw reposting content because i repost content too you know i think it's a great you know combination but i think with that like if you're starting out too i'll repost content too honestly i preach reposting content not obviously youtube is still tricky because obviously copyright but i think instagram tiktok you can definitely just start reposting content like for example i have one guy who was working for me for a little bit and he's not reposting all my content has permission because he did a great job with me and he now wants to start building his own media company as a as a just as an individual and he's using all my content as a permission he's tagging me and that's what you got to do. And you grow a following and that sooner or later, you start building your own content, your own brand around it, you know? So definitely reposting, I would say that's the biggest thing. I would say start reposting and obviously get original content, but obviously, you know, reposting is the like easiest way to get initial growth of following. That's, that's why I preach that on everyone, you know? So, yeah. 
So as we head into the future and you just continue to evolve as a company, what is your vision um, going forward? Obviously keeping with high school baseball, but what are some of your goals here in these next couple of years and just your overall vision for the company as you move forward? Yeah. So, I mean, we're still, I mean, I know you say we're huge, but you know, in reality, we're very, like, I think we're very small, you know what I'm saying? So I think with like, you know, I want to, I really want to be the biggest baseball media company in the world. You know, I want to like just baseball. I know obviously we can't be a sports center because obviously, you know, high school baseball, I mean, we can maybe, you know, maybe not, maybe, maybe we will, you know, but, um, you know, obviously it's high school, it's still high school and a relative. So we want to just be the biggest in the high school, you know? So with that, it's like, you know, we want to like, you know, in five years, hopefully we can have a million followers on YouTube and hopefully have like, you know, over five on TikTok and hopefully a couple million on Instagram. You know, that's our goal. We want to have the most followers possible, the most eyeballs on us. And, you know, like that's our main goal. And obviously we would dip into like maybe getting indoor facility or, getting into maybe travel baseball teams or maybe building up a travel organization. Cause the hardest part is marketing for travel company or travel baseball companies. And we have that gap covered already. So, and you know, we have, we have someone there for fun too. If we can put an indoor facility or a field, even that. So we've been looking at that a little bit, but obviously you, you need a lot more money for that. Like a lot, a lot more. So, um, so yeah, we definitely, that's kind of our vision. We're kind of just taking it day by day in a way. And, you know, or as me, not we, I don't know why I say we, but I say we as like a community, you know, but, um, I just think, yeah, I just think just, you know, just keep on helping. Hopefully we keep pushing out to baseball next level and keep on growing, growing, growing. And hopefully all the compounds and, you know, we can just become, you know, one of the biggest ones. I, I think hopefully we're one of the biggest ones in baseball. I hope I hope we can be. I know we're one of the biggest in baseball, but obviously relatively sports center, we're really small. So, you know, we want to be a big, we want to be huge, you know. All right. Well, I mean, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that goes forward. Like I said, I'm a big fan of your page. But I mean, that's all the questions I got for you. Um, so I really okay. appreciate you coming okay. on the show. Um, like I said, like, I mean, I love, I love seeing all the content you go through. I mean, I, I really, it was really enjoyable today, kind of learning how that whole process got started. Kind of, I mean, all the, all the tips you gave me before the, the recording even started happening. Yeah. So kind of, I'm excited for this partnership too of the podcast at All American sure. Prospects. So sure. um, just really appreciate you coming on the show, man. All right. Thank you so much. I, hope, I mean, I know we're going to be in touch too, so, but I wish you guys the best. And, you know, I'm going to be in touch too, but, you know, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I had a good time. And that's going to do it for another episode of the JKR podcast, episode number one of two this weekend. Got some great content here from Alex. Love learning what he's got going on about All-American Prospects. Like I said, I mean, I've been following his company now for a while. He's got about 80,000 followers just on Instagram. That doesn't even count YouTube and Twitter he has as well. So he's doing a great job there. Love learning about that company. Uh, but like I said, we're switching it up these next couple of weeks, moving more into the business side of things of baseball instead of just completely a bunch of athletes. Um, tomorrow, we've got Hustle Baseball CEO James Schneider on the show. They're another cool company I want you guys to check out. Got him coming on the show tomorrow. The next week, we have two more baseball businesses uh, joining the show, digging into what their businesses are, who they, who the CEOs are. Um, we'll be announcing those later next week. Um, but we just finalized a new partnership with one of the best travel ball teams in the nation. Not going to mention that yet. I'll be announcing that on Instagram and Twitter here later on. Uh, but just finalized the partnership with them. So going to be doing some some good interview series here coming up. Going to be possibly 20, 25 players and some guys who are part of the board of that travel ball team. So I'm really excited for that. Um, but for any more updates on the podcast, check out our social media. Check out our website. That website is going to be www.jkrpodcast.com. The, inst- the social media is going to be at JKR underscore podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. But with that being said, I'll catch you guys tomorrow for the interview. 